This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. The news has been out there for a day or two and it's starting to grow. It's gone from a rumour to a chat to perhaps we're going to see this being announced in the very near future. Uh, Kurt Capewell, who has uh, won premierships with the Panthers, won premierships with the Sharks and was a big uh, part in resetting the culture at Brisbane that took them all the way to the grand final this year, is reported potentially coming to the Warriors on a three-year deal starting as soon as next season. He's currently at the Broncos and under contract, but they would apparently not stand in his way to go and extend his career because he's not being offered a contract extension there. He's a player that uh, is known for culture, known for work ethic, and known for being an absolute competitor as well. And for me, the instant comparison when I thought of, well, what type of player does that bring to the club? Is a man who would go on to captain the Warriors uh, when he joined here in what 2015, I believe it was, uh, and he was uh, did incredible attitude change within the ranks of this team. An ultimate professional, uh, premiership winner, and an Origin player before he landed on these shores, uh, who lifted the, lifted the standards while he was here. Uh, that is the former Warriors captain and Ryan Hoffman, who joins us on the line. G'day, Ryan. Wonderful to uh, chat again, mate. I hope you're you're well. Uh, and uh, what what do you make of? The con this constant chat that's coming through now, Kurt Capewell at the Warriors, is it a combination that you're a fan of? Oh, 100%. I, uh, first of all, th thanks for having me. It's great to chat with uh, people back in New Zealand. They had such a great time there. But, um, look, I, I think it's a tremendous... Uh, it will be a tremendous signing should, should they get Kurt Capewell over the line. Um, for a lot of the reasons you said, he is a leader. He's shown from leaving the Panthers and going to Brisbane that he can... Um, you know, to change their culture. And that, that's something that uh, that the Broncos did very well. They changed their culture with some strong signings. One of those signings was um, Adam Reynolds and the other one was, was definitely Kurt. So um, if the Warriors can get him over the line, I remember when I first heard it, when the whispers first started um, happening, I got really excited for the Warriors because I, I know what a, what a quality player is, but most of all, a quality person. And Andrew Webster has formed a team with some really quality people who know how to work hard for each other. And um, I think Kurt could just be the cherry on top. He, he's not. He, he's not a show pony, right? He's not, he's not a, a marquee signing in the uh, in the vein of the headline acts like a Roger Tui versus Sheck. But uh, what every club needs is somebody who becomes that glue. Now, the, the the first comparisons that were made uh, over here by by some media, uh, Ryan was talking about Steve Price, who obviously becomes the the marquee name uh, when he signs. Didn't feel right. Same thing with Kevin Campion, who was just this no nonsense tough bugger who who hardened up a team. I see his role more, if he comes into the side, very similar to how you came in. You you brought across a level of professionalism uh, that was etched in you through uh, great systems, in your case, the Melbourne Storm. How is it going from a successful system like that and coming over to a new one when you know that expectations on you to uh, have those standards there? Yeah, there, there is a, a lot of standards, but it's just, it's going about how you uh, undertake your actions. It's in imposing yourself on the players not as an authoritarian but as, as an example something that they strive to follow um it, it'd be great for, for some young, young players coming through and some, some of the worries have always had some really good young players coming through and now they're getting some really good role models and um that that's what Kurt will be look when i came i had some really high expectations on what i, I wanted to achieve at the warriors um first things first was to hopefully improve the standards and um get, get us playing to a level that 
you know, that made the, the Warriors fans proud. And look, personally, I probably wasn't as successful as I, as I wanted to be in that in saying that we didn't go through to the finals. But um, I, I think we saw some great development of some young players that, that have done great things with, with the Warriors. And Bunty Afo is an example of that. Um, Jazz Tamanga. And uh, look, I, I yep. think we're going to see from Kurt, it's, it's not just going to be what he's doing now. It's the legacy that he's going to leave on the players, on the junior players coming through. Yeah, I would argue um, that you're correct. The, the, uh, when you come in, some of your standing run, you think, right, I want to take this, you change standards, get things through the finals, absolutely. Uh, but Jazz Tavang is a great example of somebody who, uh, and I don't mean this to be disrespectful to Jazz, he wasn't the hardest trainer in the world. He wasn't, the, he, as a young man, you wouldn't what you call a quintessential professional. He had a bit, a bit of a larrikin streak to him, but geez, he's, and he's still got that larrikin, but his work ethic changed from being, a chance to train along people like yourself uh, that's having that marker there is crucial within any side yes yeah, certainly I mean but being a, a quality NRL, NRL player is, is not a sometimes thing it's an all the time thing it's it's how you train not just one or two sessions it's every session it's going in with our standards it's your approach to the game it's it's not being satisfied having a game off where you're probably not at a standard where you're happy with. It's it's maintaining that your best performance and your worst performance, there is a very, very small margin because um, you need to have, have consistency. And these days, NRL players are 24-hour hour athletes and um, you, you need to train, prepare and play as such. Yep, completely agree. Speaking to former Warriors captain Ryan Hoffman. Uh, now, Kurt Capewell, uh, again, similar to you, he's what, 30. You are about 30 when you came across. Is that about Ryan? Yeah, correct. 31, yeah. So um, as far as uh, making that transition, obviously the often reaction from fans, you go, oh, is it, are his best years uh, past him, right? When same thing was said about, um, about someone like... Uh, Steve Price, uh, same thing was said about people like uh, Kevin Campion. But, you know, the reason that makes yourself and them make this work is because you're bringing something that needs to be there. I also see Kurt Capewell, if he's not talking about three years, I don't know, his off-contract end, end of uh, this coming season is uh, Torhu Harris, who is beyond an inspiration uh, to the side. Uh, but he, if you need somebody to go in there and, and fill that kind of role, if he wasn't there... I think Kurt Catewell is someone who's potentially capable of doing so. Not necessarily captain, Ryan, but that level of uh, input within your side. Yeah, certainly. And that's something that the Warriors have always had. They've had players with flair. I mean, you've got Roger, you've got Sean, those guys who can create something for nothing. But you need those, those linchpins. You need those players that do all the jobs that no one in the grandstand sees, no one um, watching on, on TV sees, but his, their, their teammates notice. So Simon Mannering was was the perfect example of that type of player for the Warriors. And as you mentioned, Torhu has, has done, done the, the same thing. But um, look, I, I think what what will help Torhu is having a, a player of a similar ilk in um, in Kurt Capewell there, just like I tried to help uh, Simon Mannering and, and um, carry on what he was doing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, he... My my stand my thought is if if I looked at ideally if I was building the side what I would want is the uh, Josh Curran replacement uh, as I thought I'd looking for somebody that maybe had a level of ball playing to him that's more than I would have expected from Kurt Capewell but what do you think of his all round game he's not he's not just a guy that, that gets the job done you, you can't be part of uh, that many Premiership winning sides uh, and and teams that can be rebooted in the way that he's been involved with unless you're uh, you bring more to the table than that. 
Yeah, so look, uh, his biggest attribute, especially, is his leg speed. His leg speed on the edge and the ability. He's, he's got those long arms, ability to, to get the goal, uh, to get the ball away. And he has played in the centre, so he does know how to defend on an edge. He knows how to communicate. He'd be very strong. He's a very, very, very strong defender. You don't play in the NRL without being a strong defender. Yeah. But just having that calming, calming influence on an edge sometimes um, can really help a team. It can really just settle a team down if, if plan A isn't working. To have a calm influence on that edge, to be able to go to plan B, um, and, and ju- just refocus things, uh, it, it, it does certainly help. And I think you saw with um, Sean's maturity. On, on his side that this year they had uh, he had a bit of a calming influence in the, in the how things were going and if you could have someone like Kurt doing that I don't know what side he's going to play on but Kurt doing that on on the opposite side it just shows leadership across the park. Uh, and uh, what do you make of, of what the Warriors have got? Let's say Kurt Capewell doesn't come. Uh, great if he does, it, is, it certainly will be seen as a bonus. If Kurt Capewell doesn't come, what do you make of uh, the Warriors' chances of, of backing up? And, of course, we, we would dream of uh, going one or two better than, than last year, too, uh, given the squad they've got and, and where the rest of the NRL is sitting, right? Yeah, look, I, I think what, where the Warriors are at the moment, the, when the Warriors had their really successful years, um, when they went through to the grand finals, they they played with a with a with a lot of flair, a lot of second phase uh, phase play, just really off the cuff sort of stuff, which was great, but it wasn't quite as sustainable as you've seen, say the Penrith, um, the Storm, the Roosters, what they've had. The where where the Warriors are at now, they play, they have managed to get the ability, and Andrew Webster has done a great job of this to be able to play with that flair, but they also had a plan B. If that style isn't working, you can go back to getting through the end, end of your sets, Sean putting a good kick on the end and getting back into, into your D. Like, that's that's sustainable and that's becoming ingrained in the Warriors um, gameplay and the Warriors culture and 100%, I, I think I think a prelim is definitely on the cards for, for them this year, regardless of Kurt, just from the platform that they have set for themselves um, uh, on in the, the 2020 to, uh, 2023 season, sorry, um, I thought they've set themselves up for a good couple of years because they, those foundations are in place and that discipline and the way they play um, is is set there now. Uh, and Ro, I know that uh, you know your footy brain's been put to use uh, with the Storm uh, post footy. Are you still with the Storm? What are you doing now? No, I'm, I've actually uh, left left the storm. I, um, I'm now now working as a as, as a salesman selling uh, access equipment, boom lifts and, and scissor lifts. I, I, I still uh, do a few things with the Melbourne Storm, but uh, I uh, went got out of the footy life to uh, spend a bit more time with the family. Exactly, it's, it's and that's the thing is as a player, yeah, you're training, you're doing all that, and then you go into post footy life as a coach. You find yourself uh, most of them end up putting in more hours than the players do, mate. Well, that, so I don't well, that's it. I had 20 years as a as a player and a, and a and a and a coach and an admin. I, it was time for me to get a bit more away from the family, but I still enjoy watching and uh, I still have a very um, you know big spot in my heart for the Warriors. Good on you, Ryan. Listen, if uh, Kurt Capewell uh, does come this way, if he uh, if he makes anything like the impact you've made within this club, uh, it will be an exceptionally good signing. Appreciate your time and always great catching up, mate. No, it's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Ryan Hoffman, former Warriors captain there. So we're hearing it's a great thing from a man who knows his footy perfectly well. But what are what, what are realistically the chances? We're hearing it from this side of the ditch. Let's hear it from the other. Out of Brisbane, uh, one of the greats of SCNZQ, a uh, hell of a broadcaster and a hell of a man too. Ben Davis joins us now. Uh, g'day to you, Ben. First of all, mate, Kurt Capewell coming. You guys uh, okay with this? If he comes to the Warriors, is, is this something that's uh, been well accepted in Brisbane or people starting to get a bit ropey? Sammy, with the young talent we've got coming in, a very good afternoon to you. But where Kurt Capewell has has done his job here, I think he was enlisted as a Premiership player and an Origin player. Uh, he has helped Brisbane build a culture, helped Brisbane, you know, drag themselves back up the ladder and finding themselves into a grand final this year. Have just signed, re-signed Jordan Ricky. Have just re-signed Brendan Piacura. So it's. You know, the, the talent is there. The back row talent uh, is there. And, and, and Kurt Capewell, I feel, ha- has done his job. And just listening to some of the, the, the callers that have been phoning in on this side of the ditch that, you know, they're okay with him going because he's done his job. But you know what? And if he can get three years at the Warriors in, instead of the extra or the one year left he's got in his deal here at Brisbane where they probably would not be able to re-sign him. Someone of his talent, someone of his pedigree, but when you've got to try and fit the likes of Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh and even maybe another year for Adam Reynolds, where do you find the money to do that? So I think the money that Kurt would free up would go a long way to helping that uh, at Red Hill. I hear what you're saying, and we mentioned that earlier on, that he was brought in to turn this club around and the side is now looking like a premiership force. Um, that said, uh, if you take his experience out, bang, a year earlier than originally planned, that has the potential to be disrupted too. While all these players are great, geez, Jordan Ricky, we love him on this side of the Tasman, uh, see him as a real uh, mm. star of the future for the Kiwis as well. But he doesn't have that that same level of experience and calming influence. And you know, not that these guys are necessarily uh, one-hit wonders, but after a great season, second year is a hard one to achieve. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. But but they now have the experience of playing in these big games. They've had the experience of playing in the grand final. And you have a look at someone like Brendan Piacura, who's, who's played 15 first-grade games all up. So he's a baby. He is just finding his feet. But you know what? One of those games is a grand final. So he's, whilst he hasn't been there and done that in winning one, he knows and he's obviously seen the temperament of what it takes. So I'm, I'm okay. Look, something has to, like in any team, but something has to move. Something has to shift um, at, at the Broncos to try and fit everyone in. They've, they've re-signed Pat Carrigan until the end of 2028. You've got to think he's the future captain of the club moving forward. Oh, yeah. They need to try and extend. Uh, so Reese Walsh, Ezra Mam, I mean, uh, Reese Walsh has got another year to go. Ezra Mam is a free agent right now. So they're in the process of you know, getting a kid who's 20 years of age who scored three tries in a grand final, uh, trying to get him an upgrade. Uh, they tried to, well, they need to try and hold him and then upgrade Reese Walsh, who, I mean, everyone in New Zealand knows exactly what he brings to the table with his centre of the Warriors. And we've seen what he's been able to do um, this season. He, he, is, he is electric. He is an X factor. Um, I actually was saying on my show last week about what's the priority for the Broncos, and this is before a lot of these signings went down. Is it Reese Walsh? Is it Ezra Mam? Is it getting Adam Reynolds an extension? For me, it was re-signing Jordan Rickey. 
because what Jordan Ricky did or does, I should say, um, on that right edge, the kick chase and the pressure he puts on the opposition, especially when you're trying to make your way out of your own 20, he, to me, was the priority, and they've got him. They've re-signed him, uh, and then they've locked in Brendan Piercura as well. So the fact that they've got those two signed up, locked away, I think the writing was possibly on the wall for Kurt Catewell. Yeah, he's got another year to go here, but if he can be off at three... Um, I'd, I'd be taking it if, if I was him. And I've put calls into Clinton Schakowsky, who's um, uh, part of his management team, and no return back. So that tells me a fair bit. Yeah, I think. Clinton, Clinton doesn't mind a chat. So um, there's uh, well, exactly right. And we know, and I know him from the Crusters days. I mean, this is how far back we go, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no one brushes Benny Davis with a call. Ben Davis from SNQ. So, uh, that, so basically, what you're talking about is this, this could be win-win. If he comes to the Warriors, you, his reputation mm. uh, precedes him there. What are the Warriors getting? Not talking about on the field. We know what he brings on the field. Anyone can watch yeah. that. But what does he bring as far as off the field, and what will he do to a club that he joins? Well, he should bring the, as I mentioned, that pedigree. Uh, someone who's played State of Origin, someone who has won premierships, and he has that link, obviously, with um, Andrew Webster as well from the Penrith day. So he'd be put into that position of, of um, filling gaps for the, the players who've already lost, but also just that guiding force. As much as the you know, the Warriors were, or the Wars were one of the, the, the teams of the season uh, this year, how do they take that next step? How do they improve even more? And this is where someone like Kurt Catewell can bring those one percenters. It is some of the things he does on field as well, which can translate off. And but it's things that you can't see. He he's played injured for the majority of his time here in Brisbane. He had a he had a he had a bad neck that um, I reckon it was end of last year, so 2022. That that he was he was quiet in the back end of the year, coming out of state of origin, and he he had a, a neck issue which would have kept most players sidelined. But, but he kept playing on, not 100%, but just his presence being there, you know, that says a lot and shows a lot for, for younger players or, in fact, any player. Like, they, they know that he's struggling, and most players do play with injury, but we know that. But the fact that you can get through it and do it, uh, and, you know, they're, they're the little 1% that, that, that Kurt Catewell can bring as well. Uh, he's a talent without any question on the planet. I'm looking forward to uh, this one. After talking to you, Benny, I'm more and more confident this one's going to come through. I'm so used to the Warriors be touted <laughs> as a place, as a destination, but uh, it's a place uh, place to be since they're going to uh, win the Premiership next year, unfortunately, to tell you. Uh, ben, this, this little tip so you can uh, get your uh, house in order to <laughs> not get too excited about uh, the Bronx going one better next year. Hey, uh, Ben Davis well, from Bro- Bro- Broncos, Warriors, Broncos Warriors Grand Final, Sammy. I like to see that. And, you know, the Broncos were going to win that Grand Final with 20 minutes to go as well. So we'll just see what happens. Yeah, yeah. And look, maybe the, maybe the next big game that uh, we play, uh, Reese Walsh will uh, point his hands backwards uh, and uh, it'll make life easier for uh, for all involved. Uh, gratefully appreciating your time, Ben Davis. SC in Q. Always a great chat, mate. Good man. Talk soon. The top man, Ben Davis there. Now, uh, keep your texts coming through for the plastic fantastic side. Uh, fire them through in the Temper Bedpost text machine, double eight double three. Temper and Bedpost's range of mattresses and adjustable days that adapt to the exact shape of your body so you can put your head and feet up in comfort. The text of the day will win a Castles Brewery Lager Prize Pack. Award-winning flavour, freshness and quality. Head to Castles .nz for more info. R18, drink responsibly. That was the Run Home feature interview. 
Thanks to Mick Delivery. Staying in to watch the sport? Let us cook. Get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery. ba da ba ba